Welcome to Tech Talk Live, a resource produced by Vision Forward. Low vision and blindness technology, tips, tricks, and information presented in a way that makes sense. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Good morning to everybody. Welcome back to another Tech Talk Live. Guten Morgen <laughs> to our German listeners. Yes. I actually, uh, looking at this call, we, we appear to be frozen on the screen. Oh. I don't, hopefully, people can hear us still. Yeah, can someone throw something in the chat? Uh, just letting you know if you can hear us. I feel like this, this episode is... of Tech Talk Live has been doomed from the start. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm not really sure what was going on. Let's see, make sure. Let's. Okay, luckily, uh, Amy Snow says... She can hear us loud and clear. You know what? That's actually all that matters. I mean, honestly, you're not missing much if we're frozen. Um, I want the camera must be crazy. But hey, mm. at least it's frozen on us, though. I would agree that you're not missing much, but it's a very unfortunate image of us that it's frozen on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that we're looking our, our best here. So, uh, well, never mind. What can you maybe do? Maybe at some point we can try to. Maybe at some point we'll uh, we'll uh, restart the camera. Right? So today is what is today? April fifteenth. April fifteenth. Yeah, middle of April. Usually tax day, but not this year. What day is tax day this year? May fifteenth, I believe. I think they pushed mm -hmm. it back a, uh, a month. If oh, I'm that was not very mistaken. generous of them. Well, not really. They're still taking your money. Uh huh. Uh, uh, oh well, Thomas says that uh, he likes the the money falling behind us. Well, at least that's working. It's like we're static so, images and we well, have money well, falling behind us. It's interesting. Usually your background is static while yeah. the foreground <laughs> is, is moving, but we are doing the opposite today. This is a whole new paradigm That's for right. entertainment. Yeah. Uh, all that really matters is that our voices and our demos work. Uh, we're guaranteeing the voices, not so sure on the demos just yet. Yeah, let, let's just say at the outset here that we've been having some technical problems and also uh, me personally, I'm feeling slightly un underprepared for today's Yeah, organization-wise too. Mm. We had phone issues for the last week. Everything is... It's been an interesting week. It has been. Yes. And yes. we were just about to hit live and then you realized your mic wasn't clipped on. I yet. did. And also, so just as we were needed to go live, the camera wasn't working and yeah, then we got it working true. and now it's not working again. But anyways, anyway. welcome everybody to another Tech Talk Live. I am Corey Ballard, Director of Technology here at Vision Forward. And I am Luke Scriven and I am an Assistive Technology Specialist here at Vision Forward. Yes, very yes. much so. Yes. And uh, yes, in today's Tech Talk Live, we're going to be taking a look at some free or low cost uh, programs for PC, which are good for people with a visual impairment. Or maybe you could just say which are good in, in general. Yeah. Um, some of them are definitely applicable to more than just visual impairments. Um, now, <clears throat> I have to say, free and low cost, well, free is free, pretty straightforward. <laughs> There's not a lot of debate yeah, on that. There's not a lot of arguing that, but, uh, but uh, low cost is somewhat subjective. Um, so we are going to talk about a couple of things here, which, eh, depending on your perspective, might not be 100% uh, low cost. But for the most part, we are going to be keep, keeping it very much on the cheap end here. And we've got a few different things to, uh, to talk about. Now, if you want uh, notes on today's episode um, after we have finished, then those are available at our usual place. So what you can do is go to uh, vision-forward.org forward slash tech talk live. And from there, you can do a number of things, including getting uh, ACVREP credits, as well as finding our resources page where we have flyers for these talks. So we do have one up there at the moment with links to the different things that we're going to be talking about today and a bit of information. I'm going to put that in the chat. And uh, Corey, did you want to say something about the yeah, ACVREP? Yeah. As usual, our Technic Lives are eligible for ACVREP credits. One, things we, we, one thing we haven't said before is that they are eligible live uh, for so those that are watching live you can uh, get your credit but all of our uh, tech talk lives are archived on our youtube channel and you can watch those uh, at any time uh, in the future and still get acvrep credit so we do have the capability of offering it live and on demand and that's one thing i realized we never really uh, said before yeah uh, so you can feel free so if you're watching this in the future grab your credit head over to vision-forward.org slash tech talk live under the acvrep resources heading you will find a link to the evaluation form go ahead and complete that evaluation form part of that evaluation form is an opening close close what is that opening 
Open and close. I mean, that is yeah. sort of opposites. Yeah. Opening code. There you go. There. I, almost, I almost couldn't think of what the word was. <laughs> uh, it's going to be one of those days today. It is today, I totally going to be one yeah. of those days. Yeah. The uh, opening code for today's Tech Talk Live is favorite. 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 You we may do... have heard that word in the song. These are just some of my favorite things. Is it this? this is some of the a few of my favorite. Uh, I don't know. These are Anybody few... knows the lyrics? Then please <laughs> yeah. uh, post them in the chat. Um, <laughs> but uh, we are not uh, sticklers on spelling. So as long as you get a few of the letters correct. Yeah, at least three. Uh, I would say that's the minimum. Yeah, three letters correct. Sure. There's or there's at least the general the general you gist of the idea. Put a bunch of vowels in there. Yeah, there you go. go. Yeah. So uh, again, vision-forward.org/slash-tech-talk-live. Today's opening code is favorite. Favorite. Okay, let me put that into the chat here. Favorite. Yeah. Very so, good. As Luke mentioned, oh, what, I guess we could quickly before we jump in, we could try to we could get our joke. Uh, well, we better do, because this is what we're most well known for, well our joke of the day. Now, this is Luke's joke corner, but uh, today Corey's going to be telling the Yeah, joke. I'm going to try one today, I, mm -hmm. and I've, I, I might throw two at you, depending on how the Well, let's do one now and one later, maybe. Ooh, okay. Yeah. okay. Okay, here we go. All right, so Dude1 says, uh, to Dude2, Dude1 says, hey, hey, bro. And Dude2 says, yeah, bro. And Dude1 says, can you hand me that pamphlet? And Dude2 says, bro, sure. Hey, see what the audience think. Oh, they don't think anything. <laughs> oh, you know what? Wait, 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 wait for it, wait for it. Are you ready? Control. Here we go, here we go, here we go. No, this will work again. So I saw the effects are also broken. Password, oh. password edit. There you go. What happened there? That's the second computer I just went to sleep. Oh, we geez, so we have a so part of our setup today is we got multiple computers set up because we're going to be doing some screen sharing and showing some free tools. Um, and so we are managing a couple computers. Uh, but well, you say using, managing. Well, we're not managing. <laughs> no, not really. But we're using one keyboard and Lock mouse, screen. so you're bound to get a little bleed through, and we're going to probably forget which keyboard. <laughs> I've already forgotten. I have no idea. So, what's going anyways, on. we. But today is going to be educational. Yes. It's going to be entertaining. I hope so. And it's going to be something. It's going to be something. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we go any further, I am just going to quickly try and restart our camera here, just to see if we can get it going. Sure. So uh, let me just. I'm just going to mute my microphone so you don't hear a bunch of noise. Why don't I give uh, everybody one more joke while you're doing that? Oh, you're reaching. Oh, look at you. Look at you, you're a uh, no, jack of all trades. Did not work. Hmm. Okay. Yes, we're gonna be frozen. It just okay, that did not work. So we are going okay. to be frozen for today's episode. That's okay. You could probably go into OBS and remove us from the scene really quick too. If I also noticed that our second computer is no longer showing up. That's because it went to sleep. Okay. I think as soon as we flip back, we should be okay. Okay, let's give this a try. So. I'm going to switch over to a second computer. Now, I would like this episode to be uh, somewhat, um, what's the word, uh, collaborative, in the sense that, you know, there's a lot of different programs out there. We're just going to be showing a few different things. But if you have your own favorite free or low-cost programs that you use, why not stick those in the chat? And uh, then everybody can find out all about them. You could also put a link in there as well. You can communicate with us in the chat or in the Q&A as well. And we will uh, try to read out those out. Now, I am going to have to switch over to a different computer here. And so I won't be able to see those chats instantaneously, uh, but we will get to them yeah. at some point. So <clears throat> for the moment, let me go ahead here. And uh, I'm going to try and switch the screen over to our other computer. And we will also switch our mouse and keyboard over. Enter. There we go. Once okay, and let's put our password. Password. You probably are going to want to switch back Welcome. to the first Welcome. List box unavailable. Sure switch to student training. One of two. Task. Because you won't be able to see. Yes, Notification. Jaws context menu. Exit Jaws here. Okay, let me just ensure that everybody is seeing this. In the computer desktop. Yes, it looks like we're good. Oh, something's worked. Yes, yeah. indeedy. Okay, so the first thing we're going to look at, perhaps not surprisingly, is um, the accessibility features which are built into Windows. Now, we're not going to spend a ton of time on these because they are uh, things that we've covered before. And uh, also, I think they're fairly well known. But let's just run through them quickly here. 
Um, so the way that I like to get to them is by hitting the start key and typing in ease, E-A-S-E, -E, and then hitting enter. Although I did just hear that in a uh, future update that is coming out soon, they're renaming it. It's not going to be ease of access oh, really? anymore. They're just, yeah. I think it's just going to be accessibility. Interesting. Okay. But anyways, well, continue. this works for the moment anyway. Yeah. Um, so here we do have a bunch of different options for different um, accessibility tools that are built into Windows, and they are pretty comprehensive. We can do. We have a magnifier built in that uh, we can zoom in and out with. We can invert the colors. We can have the magnifier read aloud to us. We have different magnification views like full screen or lens view, and um, we can enhance the mouse pointer and enhance the text cursor. I'm just going to run through some of these things real quick. And uh, obviously, if anybody ever has questions about any of these things, um, you can always put them in the chat or get in touch with us uh, you know, uh, outside of the show. Well, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at the magnifier, first of all. And so with the magnifier, the easiest way to activate it is using the keyboard shortcut, which is the Windows key and plus. And that will turn on the magnifier and also zoom in. So hopefully uh, you guys are seeing this zooming in and out here. Uh, we can magnify real good. Now, it's not as good as some third-party softwares in the sense that things do get a little fuzzy at the higher magnifications. Um, but uh, it is better in the sense that it does not slow down your system, whereas some third-party softwares can. And so, you know, it's got its own uh, pros and cons. At the moment, uh, the default, for some reason, is set to whenever you increase the magnification, it will jump up 100%. So you go from 100% magnification, which would be normal size, to 200%, to 300%, 400%. And those are quite large um, differences. But you can go into the settings, into the ease of access settings, and change uh, those. So you could have it going up 5% each time you do a Windows Plus, or 10%, or 25% and so on and so forth. So there's some good uh, kind of adjustability uh, right there. Now, uh, with the magnifier on, we also have some other nifty options. So I'm in full screen magnification at the moment. Um, and um, when, whenever uh, we want to change to a different view, so for example, um, a lens view, which some people like, we can use shortcuts in order to do that. And so with a keyboard shortcut, um, which was Control-Alt-L for lens, I've now turned on lens view. And so now, rather than having the full screen magnification, we are zooming within the, uh, the lens window, kind of like holding a magnifying glass up to the screen. And that lens window will uh, move around as we move the mouse around. And, um, and that works really nicely. We can even change the size of that lens. Um, in these settings, there are sliders that we can use to change the vertical and horizontal size of the lens, which is pretty nice. So we can make it larger or smaller as our, uh, as our hearts desire. And to switch back again to the full screen, so Corey, quiz for you. If Control-Alt-L switches to the lens, what switches to the full screen? That would be Control-Alt-B for big screen. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Control, wait. Oh, no. Sorry, it's Control-Alt-F. Oh, you were so close. Wait, you were F so went, close. I don't, why F? That makes no sense. Yeah, and it's almost oh. like it stands for full screen oh, or something. Okay. I don't know. It's really weird. <laughs> Got it. Um, okay, so uh, there we go. That uh, works well. Now, there is a docked view, a docked magnification view as well. I don't know anybody who uses a docked view. Maybe is, I'm just being ignorant. But... Is docked view where, where the window, the magnification area stays docked in, in, in wherever you want it to be, and then you... Yes. And then you bring things down. Yeah, so it, it stays docked, and then when you move the mouse over the screen, whatever the mouse is on will appear magnified in the docked area. If that kind of makes yeah. sense, I don't like it. I wonder it, maybe if you have, you know, uh, higher higher partial vision that that there's a lot you can see without magnification. That's a fair but point. there's times where you need a little bit. Although yes. I still feel like just doing doing the lens view. I think is still easy. Yeah, or just control plus and just turning it on and off. It's, yeah, I don't know. If there's any docked uh, uh, magnification fans here, yeah. please feel free state to put that in case. the chat. And yes, yeah, state your case. <laughs> I feel like we're putting people on trial here. <laughs> yeah, Why exactly. do you like docked? Prove it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there we go. The magnifier is cool. It works well. Uh, one other quick thing we can do with it is invert the colors. Control-Alt-I would be the shortcut. And uh, that works. Immediately changes the colors. 
and uh, can you know increase the contrast and make things look better for some people. Control Alt I again is going to turn off. Is that a smart inversion like iOS has, or does that mess up images? You can stuff? do a smart inversion, but not like that. Okay. Um, so for that, you would use left shift. Is it Alt Left Shift Print Screen? Um, and that will turn on the high contrast oh, mode, high which contrast is yeah, mode, sure. which is slightly different. But that is a smart invert, and um, I actually quite like it because it changes the color of um, everything. But yeah. as you said, it ignores the pictures, so they stay the correct color. Okay. Um, I'm not going to show that now, just because sometimes yeah. it can mess up the display, and I don't want to mess up the display right now. <laughs> we have enough problems already. Yeah, so exactly. okay. Um, the other thing with the magnifier. Um, which was introduced in the Windows version 2004. That's not Windows 2004, because people do get confused about that. It's just the version of Windows 10 that was called the 2004 update. Um, that one introduced this, this speak aloud feature. This only works when we have the magnifier turned on. And uh, you don't have to have to be magnified, though. So for example, we could be at zero magnification, or what the magnifier calls 100%. And uh, it will still work, but the magnifier has to be turned on. Hopefully that, will, that makes sense. But uh, anyway, uh, when the magnifier is on, we can have it read aloud any text, whether it be um, on you know, the menus like we are now, or in a web page, or on the desktop, or a document, wherever you are. Um, there's a keyboard shortcut that you can use. So uh, I have it set to caps lock. So what will happen is if I hold caps lock and click on the text I want to be read, it should be read aloud to me. So let's uh, find some text here. I'm going to do a caps lock and click. And of course, it's not going to work. Maybe, oh, let me just check what, oh no, I, I apologize. So I actually have the uh, shortcut set to Control-Alt, which is actually the, the default. So let's try, the, try this again. Control and Alt, and I will click. Press the Windows logo key go. plus, 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 or plus, minus. Plus, plus. Just <laughs> zoom out. That could be confusing. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, so um, now you can actually set that shortcut to caps lock, or there's also some others. Let's see what options we have here. Uh, caps lock, insert, and then caps lock or insert. Um, so you've got some neat um, options there for, for modifying that, and it works really well. Um, yeah, the only, the only downside to it, I think, is that it will read specifically the area of text that you click on, which is good, but um, say that there's a few paragraphs, yeah. it would read the specific paragraph that you clicked on. And uh, then you would have to click on the second paragraph, I think, in order mm -hmm. to start to read mm -hmm. that one. But, um, but yeah, um, really neat. I mean, this is free. Obviously, it's built into Windows 10. You will want to make sure that you've, uh, you're running an updated version of Windows 10. Some of those updates were not pushed automatically. Um, you actually had to go and manually download them. And so you would want to check that you are updated. Uh, but yeah, that is that. Now, um, in addition to, to those, we also have mouse pointer enhancement and text cursor enhancement. Let's take a look at those quickly. I'm just going to close out the magnifier for the moment, which you can also do with a Windows Escape. Um, that will also turn off the magnifier. Let's go to the mouse pointer settings here. We can enlarge or decrease the size of the mouse pointer. And there's a really good range um, of you know, size that we can uh, go between here. It used to be that you would go into the mouse settings and it would be like, you know, large and extra large, yeah. and you choose those, and they're barely large at all. Yeah, exactly. They're like barely visible, and you're like, okay, well, I guess this is what Microsoft are doing. Yeah. Uh, but now um, they really do have a much, much better range of sizes. And so at the largest size, we have this huge mouse pointer. Now, you have to bear in mind that when you zoom in with the magnifier as well, then that mouse pointer becomes even bigger. So at the moment, I'm on like two or 300 uh, times magnification, and the mouse pointer is taking up a oh, very large percentage of the screen here. Triple magnifying. Yeah, exactly, right. yeah. So you want to be aware when you're, when you're setting the mouse pointer size of that. We can also change the color of it. High contrast white, high contrast black, and also um, we can set up kind of other funky colors, including completely custom colors. And so I've got a yellow here. I could have a purple, or I could open up a color wheel and you know, choose whatever color I want. So it's very, very flexible and uh, it works uh, very well, I think. Also, <coughs> text cursor enhancement. Uh, we can, um, if we're typing and we, we're having trouble seeing that, that flashing text cursor, we can turn on these indicators, uh, which we can change the size of and the color of again. And these will sit above and below the text cursor to let us know where it is. And as we're typing, obviously, they'll follow along with the text cursor. So if you do have trouble seeing that text cursor, these can be uh, super useful. And also, we can change the thickness of the text cursor. 
um, as well, um, you know, again, to make it easier to see. So uh, I tell you what, why don't we just real quick here bring up a, a Word document if we can, just so we can see these in action. Yeah, for some, uh, yeah, for some reason the text cursor indicators don't seem to be working, so I'm not quite sure why, but you can see what they should look like in the settings menu here. Um, these colored blobs above and below the text cursor. And we can see in the Word document that the text cursor, ah, oh, there we go, they appeared, that the text cursor is thicker as well because I made it thicker in the settings. And we can actually make that ridiculously thick. Uh, let me put it on its maximum. Is that the actual setting, ridiculous? Yeah, it just says, uh, one, uh, yeah, it says, ludicrous. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ludicrous size, yeah. <laughs> or teeny tiny on the other end. Um, yeah, now the trouble with making the text cursor thick is it gets hard to understand exactly where it is in the document, or at least for me, I find it quite visually confusing. Sure. Um, when you go into like edit and stuff like that, it can be real confusing as to what's Without going any on. text on the screen, it's nice. Exactly, it's yeah, yeah. Locate yeah, but as soon as you start to type, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I prefer to use the, the indicators uh, personally, but uh, that's just me. And then finally, of course, we have Windows Narrator, everybody's favorite screen reader, possibly. Um, <laughs> so uh, Windows Narrator is actually, um, is actually, um, you know, it's pretty good these days. Um, I don't know. I don't know still whether you'd want to use it as your main um, screen reader necessarily, um, but uh, I think as a as a free option that's built in, it does a pretty decent job. Yeah. Now they did have this whole weird thing about, um, you know, having to when you got into like a web page or an email and then you use the arrow keys, it wouldn't read. Um, but then you have to, what's that special mode called? Scan mode. Yeah, you had to put it into scan mode and then and then it would read with the arrow keys, but and then it would remember whether you'd put it into scan mm -hmm. mode on an application by application basis. It was all a little bit complicated. I think they might have changed that recently, but I have to admit I haven't played with it for a while, so I don't want to say for sure. Yeah, I don't, you know, I use, uh, I jump into Narrator when it's a brand new computer or if my screen reader of choice is acting up and right. is, is quieted down, then I, I pop in. Yeah. Um, I will admit as well, I've not, you know, I've done some training with it, but it's been a, it's been a bit since I've gone in and yeah. really tried yeah. to use it as a full... Yeah, me, me too, me too, yeah. So I think it probably is possible to use it as your main screen reader, but honestly, with NVDA out there, I think most people tend to gravitate toward that. I think they do too. I think the only, not the only upside, but one big upside to Narrator, especially for beginners, is that there's no installation. Yes, you know, very it's, true. It's yeah. control, windows, enter, yeah. and you've got speech. Yeah, where, yeah. So you know, NVDA is the whole process of downloading it. And, that's and it. That yeah. Thing. So if you're if you're if you just received a new computer and you're a new computer user, um, then that definitely would be important. Mm -hmm. And you can start Narrator with Windows Control Enter. Um, so let's give that a try now just to hear what it sounds like. I really hate this keyboard because instead of the Windows uh, logo on it, it just says start. Oh. And for some reason, I find that really confusing. <laughs> start <the> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, what's it going to start? I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. Settings window. There we go. Vision. Here's narrator dial. Hi. Don't show Hi, again. Narrator. Turn off narrator. David. Okay. Button. Yeah, David is our friend. Yeah. And we can change him as well to a, a lady's voice. Uh, what lady's voice do they have built in these days? Not Mary. I think Mary was the old one. Oh, Samantha, know. is it? Oh, that's uh, the book. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, anyway, uh, they do have a lady's voice as well. <laughs> Quick start. Um, Narrator guide. So we can use the, you know, our usual type of keys, like the tab key and the arrow keys, and um, you know, so on and so forth, uh, space and enter, obviously, um, and, and uh, all of our keyboard shortcuts. It's going to work fairly similar to, to other screen readers. Um, Settings. And it's built right in there. Mm -hmm. Feedback. I actually think the, the David vo voice is quite nice. You know, it's it's quite friendly. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, it's actually for, Show for narrator a free, link. Uh, and Exit. we'll talk about that in just a bit when we move over to NVDA. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely better than that, in my opinion. Although, I'm not sure when it gets up to the highest speeds, how well it yeah. maintains its integrity. Yeah, but, uh, I find it as, a, as an... Uh, experienced screen reader user i do find it to be a it's a little not it's not as responsive as i'd want it yeah, to be yeah, uh, but yeah. if, you know i think for for most individuals it's it's a great voice yeah yeah all right let's exit exiting that narrator wow that was a whirlwind tour around sure was. <laughs> windows accessibility and uh i think that's all that we need to look up there now i am just going to quickly move back over to and you can, uh, the during my computer. demo you can actually stay over there okay because i won't need uh all right, so I'm going to switch back now to our main computer. 
Okay, and let's see what uh, people have been saying. Now, we've got to switch everything oh, else back Julie as well. Remembers. Um, this Definitely. might be what we needed to do. Yeah, there we go. Okay, let's uh, just have a look in the chat here. Um, so somebody said, how do you turn on off the narrator? Um, so yeah, we did uh, just take a look at that, which was uh, the Windows control and enter. That's going to be your shortcut for turning mm -hmm. it on and off. Um, and that will work both uh, on, I use it a lot uh, on the login screen too. Yes, so if you, yes, if you have to put in your password yeah. and your screen reader of choice isn't working, it, you, you can turn it on with the same keyboard command yeah. uh, on the Windows login too. Yeah, nice. Yeah, good, good tip there. Um, Amy says it would be nice to have a speak screen option that allows low vision users to click where they want reading to begin. Any word on, uh, on whether that is in the cards? Amy, yes, uh, I don't know if you wrote this before we looked at that feature, but it is certainly possible. We have to start the magnifier with a Windows Plus. And then uh, we can use the shortcut, which by default is Control and Alt. Hold those down and then click where we want to begin reading. And we will begin reading from that point. I would like that. I'd like to see them um, develop that a little farther where, I guess I'm thinking mostly like a, a web page or an email where you'd click where you want and then it'll just continue, continue reading versus read. just yeah. doing a paragraph. Um, yeah. Although there, I mean... The hard part's done. Yes. You know, I mean, yeah. I, that, there's no reason they couldn't implement that if they chose to. Yeah, and you know, um, maybe that is possible. Maybe that does happen with the with the uh, read aloud function of the magnifier. I don't remember sure. quite to be sure. quite honest offhand. There is also another shortcut within uh, Microsoft Edge that will read the page to you. And off the top of my head, I'm <laughs> struggling to remember what it is, uh, but it does exist, and that will okay. just read everything. Um, yes, if anybody uh, happens is to know what that is. Is that part of the immersive reader part? That no, it actually works outside of there oh, okay. as well. Yeah, although I think it works inside of there also. Okay. Um, yeah, if anybody remembers that, then uh, then let us uh, let us know. Um, somebody called Will says that the narrator is very helpful if NVDA is not reading something well. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a great point. Yeah, it's useful to have multiple screen readers for sure, mm -hmm. um, just in case one of them isn't working or um, it, it's not reading something. So yes, definitely yeah, agree with that. For sure. Um, Amy says it would be great to have that feature away from the magnifier. I actually do oh, agree sure. with that, Amy. Like, sure. it is weird how you have to turn on the magnifier to do it. And multiple times I've caught myself trying to do it and then realizing well, when it doesn't work, then the magnifier is not turned and on. And it's funny because you can have magnification at 100%, which, yeah, is, which zero, is zero magnification. And it, yeah, which is zero magnification. Yeah, it works fine. Yeah, so. But uh, I wonder if there's some reason. Well, no, I should. I mean, I could I get setting the, the keyboard command. Yeah, that's weird that you have to have magnifier. On. It's slightly odd. Somebody get yeah. in touch with uh, with Billy, Billy G, and Billy, uh, Billy Gates. Yeah, Billy Gates. I'm and, sure uh, he's doing much with. No, that's a good point. But actually, he, he, he might. I mean, for us, he might. Oh yeah, it's tech, I mean, it's tech to life. Come on. <laughs> uh, Kenneth says, "Is circle around printer available?" Circle. Uh, oh, pointer. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, Kenneth. Yeah. Is circle around pointer available? No, and that is obviously a feature that some third party. Um, softwares have so definitely the built-in stuff is more limited in, yeah. in you know in those types of additional features I do think Microsoft could do more in that regard but they've definitely been upping their game quite a bit recently yeah so. the mouse pointers definitely had a huge like you said in the beginning I mean it was before it was you know black and black large black extra large inverted large like you just you got very limited options and, and they've yeah they've really, really improved it a but, lot but yeah. they do have some play some they still have some work to do. They do, and I, I'm yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hopeful that they mm -hmm. will, that they will do it. Okay, um, so that's everything at the moment. I think somebody's got their hand up, uh, Randa. I don't know if that was deliberate, but we we're not going to be um, taking any live questions at the moment. So if you do have a question, hold it to the end, and or put it in the chat, and hopefully we'll be able to open some mics up at the end. Uh, although, <laughs> with the way things have been going today, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but. Uh, all right, let me uh, let me pass the old keyboard yeah, over I'll to Corey so here. I need to go back to F1, right? You do. Okay, so you can stay in that view. Okay. Um, what, we had nothing on, so let me turn. I'm doing this with no speech and no visual. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Okay. Good job. All right, so um, I'm going to show just a, a few things here. We we talked about a lot of the Windows accessibility features. We talked about Narrator, and a few times we've mentioned NVDA. We've mentioned it in real, and the chat also mentioned it. So let's talk a little bit about NVDA. It stands for Non-Visual Desktop Access. It's a completely free open source screen reader and really is a quite powerful screen reader. 
Now, you're going to get people uh, on both sides of the camp uh, of, of which screen reader is better. Is it JAWS? Is it NVDA? Is it Supernova? Is it, is it uh, Narrator? Everybody has their own personal preference on what they like and, and why they like it. Usually what I tell people is if you can, uh, everyone should have NVDA on their machine. If you've got the capability to get JAWS on your machine, you should as well. And we're going to talk about some of the uh, uh, JAWS uh, in, in just a moment as well, too. But I'm a firm believer is the more tools you have in your toolbox, the better things are going to be. So NVDA is a, is a super powerful screen reader, especially for being an open source free option. Now, one of the big complaints about NVDA uh, prior to Windows 10 was that nobody liked the voice. So for example, I turned on NVDA and by default, NVDA uses a speech engine called eSpeak. And, and if I open up our start menu here, Start window, search window, search box, edit, black, start list, toggle, start navigation you can menu. Hear it. That sounds beautiful. Speaking. You know, it's funny, I'm so used to it now. Yeah, uh, everybody says it's, the, it's a British accent. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, yeah. I, I, if a computer spoke. Uh, yes, with an English that accent. is exactly <laughs> how we speak in England. Thank exactly. you. So, that be, and because NVDA is free, it uses a free speech engine called eSpeak. Now, a lot of people say, well, why can't I have eloquence? Why can't I use the nice vocalizer voices? Well, those, 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 there's a cost to those. When, when Freedom Scientific or Vespero sells JAWS, they're paying a license to uh, Nuance and to other companies to use those voices. And so obviously since NVDA is free, they're, they're not going to be paying a license for each time someone downloads and uses the program. So they're using that free eSpeak voice. And that a lot of people had issues with it. That was their big complaint. And now you can purchase uh, for $100 or so, you can purchase other voices for NVDA. So you can get your old eloquence if you're used to that. Or if you like the vocalizer voices, you can do those too. But when Windows 10 rolled around and they kind of came, Windows, Microsoft had their Windows Core voices, the Microsoft David. Now when you install uh, NVDA, typically it will default to those Windows uh, Core voices. And if they don't, we can change it to do so. So what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to open up my NVDA menu. I'm going to do it with an insert N. NVDA menu. I'm going to down arrow to preferences. preferences. We'll expand that and go to settings. Settings. S. NVDA settings. General. Normal. And we're in our uh, tr uh, list view here of the different settings. I'm going to come down to speech. Speech to on 12. I'm going to tab over. Speech property page. Synthesizer grouping. Synthesizer edit read only multi line alt plus. And the first box we land in here is just telling us what speech synthesizer we're using. We're going to tab one more time to the change button. Change button alt plus A. We'll go ahead and hit space. Select synthesizer. And now I've got a list here of all the different synthesizers that I have installed on the computer and that NVDA has access to. Instead of eSpeak, which is what we're set to now, I'm going to go down to the window core voices. Microsoft Speech Windows 1 core voices. Here we go. And I'll just hit enter. And you'll hear... NVDA settings. Ooh, We've speech. now switched over to good old Microsoft David, the same voice you saw with uh, Narrator. Excellent. Most people find that to be a little easier Categories. to do with. Mm -hmm. Folder. NVDA, if you're familiar with a screen reader, NVDA is going to provide you all of the same features that you are used to with screen reader from navigation of the Windows operating system to HTML, uh, web browsing, uh, uh, all, all of everything you'd expect in web browsing. Can I just uh, call out one of the features here? Yeah. Um, the built-in OCR engine. Oh, in, uh, in NVDA. Yeah. Yeah. What so, an awesome feature on a free screen reader. Yeah, yeah. It, it is it, it is amazing. Uh, you're right. I mean, because a lot of times OCR engines you have to pay for too. Yeah. And so when we talk about OCR engines, we're actually going to jump into OCR in just a moment as well too. But in NVDA's case, we're not talking about OCR of documents. Um, so if you have a physical piece of paper in front of you and you want to run optical character recognition, NVDA doesn't do that. Instead, what NVDA OCR does is it runs optical character recognition on whatever's up on your screen. Yeah. So if you've got an, uh, 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 an inaccessible PDF or if you're working in a program where 
uh, some of the controls aren't speaking or whatever it might be. You, you know, uh, I, so I had a client who um, she was receiving PDFs, mm -hmm. uh, inaccessible PDFs uh, as attachments in emails. And um, yeah, so we were able to open those and, you know, mm -hmm. have those OCR'd and read aloud by uh, NVDA. And I, was, I just thought that was really, yeah. really pretty sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so as I was mentioning, you know, you've got all your typical um, NVDA. You know, we, can, we can navigate our desktop. We can open our start, start window, menu. search window, Let's just open notepad for a notepad app, untitled notepad. We text can type in a document. T-A-I-S space 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 and we can just do our normal um, navigation <laughs> keys to move around this so i can use right and left arrows to move letter by letter space e m o i can do control right and left to move word by word awesome is corey is awesome yeah <laughs> corey it's awesome oh nvd is think so smart it's weird that it didn't pick up that spelling mistake there <laughs> instead of awesome it yeah said, <laughs> sucky not, sucky not, yeah. not awesome. <laughs> um and, what, what, and, and the reason why all these commands, is, you might say, oh, I'm used to those commands. I've done that with JAWS or whatever. That's because these are all just Windows-based commands. It actually has nothing to do with the screen reader itself. We could have no screen reader open. And every command I've done so far from Windows M to go to the desktop, Windows key to open the start menu, control right now, all those, those commands uh, are not specific to a screen reader. They can be done with a no screen reader. And that's what makes hopping between screen readers uh, quite easy at times. Yeah, now, obviously, yeah. JAWS and NVDA do have their own specific commands. Um, and we're not going to ju jump into those today. But most of what you need to do, um, you're going to find uh, are the same no matter which screen reader you're using. And you can download NVDA from nvaccess.org. You can. Yeah. That is very yeah. true. Yeah. All right. So let's close this guy up here. We don't need notepad dialog. So we'll do, don't say, save no, but don't window. Okay. Now folder. Here's NVDA. Great option for those uh, individuals looking for a free uh, screen reader. Yes. But let's say that you say, you know what, NVDA, NVDA is great, menu. And, I, and I do want it here. X but I also would like to use JAWS. Now, everybody's first reaction might be, well, how can you talk about JAWS when you're talking about free and low-cost options? Question. For many, many years, JAWS was, I'll be honest, I think, was the opposite of low-cost, $1,000 yeah. or more. But with the release of the JAWS Home program, and this has been around for a couple of years now, you can get a version of JAWS, the latest version of JAWS, for $90 a year. And every year that you pay that $90, you're always guaranteed the latest version of JAWS. Now, I've got to say, that is a good deal. It is. $90 bucks yeah. for an entire year. You get the same level of technical support as you would if you bought the professional version. Mm -hmm. um, the, the only real limitation is just uh, the inability to run it in a, in a work uh, yes. you know, yes. uh, if I had JAWS home, uh, and I, you know, I support uh, blind staff here. I can't, uh, I can't get JAWS home and install it on work computers here. It would be a violation of their license. Mm -hmm. So let's launch JAWS here. And, um, I want to show just a couple quick things, uh, that, JAWS. that, that are a little more specific to JAWS that I find add to the functionality of JAWS and allow you to get some things done for, for low cost. No, right. So two things I want to look at here. First, I want to look at uh, JAWS OCR, so its own screen OCR. And then I want to look at the ability to use a uh, scanner or camera to perform OCR on an actual physical document. Excellent. Even though we don't really do a lot with paper, obviously most people get mail and they've got to take care of some 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 mail reading. So first, let's take a look. We have a, a, a PDF here that's inaccessible. So let's find, open that up. First. Windows so M. we're going to go to our desktop, and it should be called Windows 10. Windows 10 with a screen reader. There we go. Oh, we don't have file extensions on. That's okay. Here we Enter. go. Let's open this up. This is a PDF. Let's see what's going to open in. Probably Edge. Find Restore out. pages dialog. Uh, Restore pages yeah, Microsoft yeah. Edge close. Okay, so... Tab bar, tab, Windows 10, here. new tab, there we go. Windows 10, close tab button. 
New tab at bar to bar. File button menu. Address and search. Here. Add this page to oh favorites left. Parent collections button. Oh, Not syncing. Person settings and more. Yeah, Restore pages dialog. Escape. Windows 10 with a screen reader. Dot. Menu. Set escape. Alert. Info oh, bar. Would you no. like it? App bar. Toolbar. Not here. syncing. Come collections but escape <laughs> favorites left why, add this page to uh, address and search bar file button refresh button tab bar tab oh, windows really 10 with a screen reader dot pdf tab selected okay well what? it's being and i and partially i'm not being able to get to it because turn it's on not vertical accessible. tab the other part windows turn on windows there, closed no, tab but new tab but turn on ver uh, windows no, escape, right. escape anyways not accessible trust me it is a pdf that's not accessible <laughs> it is a picture of a document so it's not going to be accessible so what do we do now now we've got an inaccessible pdf so you know back in the day we were able to run it through kurzweil or through open book but JAWS also gives us the ability to run OCR Windows M, on this folder. document. So I closed the document and I'm sitting on it right now. And one of the things that I like to do is to do a, um, let's see here. We need to do a shift F10 context menu. And we're going to right click or do our applications or shift F10 run as administrator. A, let's take a look share at, with Scott. A couple choices. Picture here. smart, convenient OCR to Word with JAWS. So we've got I. two options here that we want to look at. Conven uh, convenient OCR to Word. Convenient OCR with JAWS. And convenient. O. So the first one, uh, this, the second option here, convenient OCR. This is what uh, Freedom Scientific released a couple of years ago. If we go ahead and hit enter, enter. on this, Leaving it's menus. now going to perform OCR on that document. The and Windows done, desktop is made made. It's popped it up here and started reading it to Each us. computer you interact with may look different. Some may have different icons on the desktop. and So I can simply use my normal text navigation keys to move through this document. Now, a lot of times people said, okay, this is great, but what do I do with this now? I can't save it from here. And the old way was is that you had to do a select all, a copy, then open up Word or some other uh, text editor, paste it in and then save it. What they've done now in the most recent uh, uh, release of convenient OCR is two things. Number one, at the bottom of this page, link open in Word dot dot dot. We now have a link that says open in Word. So I can simply hit enter on this link and it'll go ahead and open this document in Word, allowing me then to edit it or change it in any way or save it. You also heard when I did a Shift F10 or an Applications key on that PDF, that first option said Convenient OCR to Word. I can bypass this screen and just go right into Word if I know that my end result, I want it in Word. I can simply go right to Word and then again make changes or save. Nice. I can simply hit Escape just Escape. to go ahead and close Blank. this window and then I can continue moving on. So. JAWS has a built-in uh, way for you to access inaccessible PDFs. I like it. Yeah. All right, number two, and our camera's frozen, so you aren't going to actually see uh, the, <laughs> the camera on our table, unless maybe on the frozen one it's sitting there and you just... No, you can't see it. Okay, no. that's fine. So the second one is, okay, well, what about when we have printed documents? We get mail, things like that. So there are a number of low-cost scanners you can pick up. At, at this point, you can pick them, you know, some flatbed scanners. You can pick them up for 50, 60 bucks. You might already have an all-in-one printer that's got a scanner in it already, so then you've got one. Or you can go with Freedom Scientific's version, and that's their um, Pearl document camera. Now, this used to be sold and used with OpenBook. So OpenBook is Freedom Scientific's version of their full OCR uh, software, very similar to Kurzweil, but you're talking $1,000 for just Ooh. the software. So if you've already got JAWS, if you, if, you can, if you want, you can use a flatbed scanner, or you can pick up one of these Pearl document cameras. You can get them new for about $200 or so. You can find them uh, on uh, uh, blind uh, sell trade email list, you can get them for. I will say the main benefit to the Pearl is it's uh, it's quite small and it folds away as well. Yeah, I, it, I so. love. So the, the the biggest things are a it's going to fold up very uh, it, it, it quite portable. Yeah, 
And number two, anyone who's used, I think I said A and then number two. I love when I do that. <laughs> um, the second thing is that it's instantaneous. So with a flatbed scanner, you know, you're all used to that. Brrr, so as it moves down and scans That was the a whole, very good impression like of a scanner there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you've been practicing that. I have. Well, I've heard them for so many years. <laughs> where, the, where a document camera, specifically the Pearl, takes a picture of the full eight and a half by 11 instantly. So it's getting the whole thing in one shot. Uh-huh. Downfall is going to be cost us a little bit more. Yeah. Also, you have to, with the document camera, you have to ensure that you're providing a good light source. Mm-hmm. Flatbed scanner provides its own light source, so you can scan in pitch black, doesn't matter. It's going to get you good results. Document camera, you want to make sure that your environment's got good Very good lighting. point. Uh, quick, uh, there's a question here from, uh, from Anne. Yeah. Uh, Anne McKay-Bacon, who asks if we'll be covering ChromeVox um, for those who have students using Chromebooks. And we will not be covering it in this Tech Talk Live, but we do have a Tech Talk Live specifically for um, Chromebooks and Chromevox, which will be coming up uh, not in two weeks, but four? two weeks after that. Yeah, yeah. I think four weeks. So uh, basically in a month's time, uh, we will be covering that in its own uh, Tech yeah. Talk. Yeah. Today we're, we're focusing specifically on, on Windows. Windows. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, so so we talked about the, the Pearl Cam. So I've got a Pearl camera here. Escape. I've got JAWS here, and JAWS does have the ability to do scanning uh, of uh, to, to do OCR on paper documents. So I've got my paper document here, and I've got it uh, sitting underneath my Pearl camera. I'm going to do my JAWS layer command, my insert space. Space. O for OCR. OCR. A for convenient OCR dialog. Yeah. Cameras and scanners combo box. Pearl, one of two. And you can hear I have two scanners installed on this computer. Pearl was the top one. I'm just going to hit enter. Enter. It's going to take the picture. And it's now going to present it to us. Windows 10 with a screen reader introduction. Windows 10 is an operating system. And it sounds familiar because it's a printout of the same PDF that we were uh, did (laughs) the the uh, electronic OCR on. But again, now I'm opening a document here. I can simply do my arrow keys the Windows or any text navigation and take a look at it. Link open in Word dot dot dot. And look at that. Down at the bottom of this page, I've got a link that says open in Word. So again, I can hit enter, open this up in Word and edit or make a, uh, save it if I want to. If not, if I'm done reading this paper document, a simple escape, escape is going to close out of that window. Nice. I would say that's going to be useful for students and professionals in particular. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And again, mm-hmm. it's if you've already got a laptop, you've already got JAWS, yep. this is a low-cost way to now get OCR uh, as a solution inside uh, uh, on your computer as well. But is it as low-cost as the one that I'm going to show next? Because mine is free. It is free. Yeah. Well, but you have to. Well, yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So I am going to pass it back to you. Right. I think yes. that's all. Uh, I'm done. I can. I can leave now. Right. I believe so. Okay. I'm going to pass it back okay. to you. <laughs> all right. So here we are. I am back again, and uh, we're just going to take a, a look at a couple of other things to close out here. We've been talking about OCR, and uh, Corey presented a couple of good ways we can do OCR if we have JAWS. But what if we don't have JAWS, Corey? Have you considered this scenario? If you don't have JAWS, mm-hmm. okay. Are you a screen reader user still, like NVDA? You can be a screen reader user. Okay, sometimes well, if you're not. Well, that's okay too. Okay, that's good. okay too. Well, what could you do then, uh, Sir let me, Luke? Let me tell the answer, Corey, why don't I? We're gonna use a website to do our OCR for us. Okay. There's a number of websites out there that offer OCR functionality. However, the majority of the ones that I've tested are a little sucky in the following ways. Yeah. Number one, you have to sign up, which is a bit of a pain. Yeah. Number two, they'll only allow you to do 10 pages per day without paying, without which is also account. kind of sure, sucky. Sure. And number three, they might just be not very accessible, which, sure. is, off, uh, or, uh, which is obviously a, program, uh, a problem. Uh, so I found one that I think is pretty good, and I'm going to show you guys it today. Now, let me switch my screen over here. And I did leave JAWS on, so if you need okay, uh, perfect. Depending um, so we will be using a screen reader here, but we can do this uh, visually also. And so I don't know. Let me see if we have it Settings, open. Settings, document, free OCR dash convert PDF to text. Okay, so this um, this website is ocrconvert.com. And after using it, I was a convert, so they were, <laughs> they were correct. Don't worry, it's not a new religion. It's just a website. 
Um, but uh, it's quite a simple interface. The only downside to it, and honestly, this could be a fairly big downside depending on who you are, uh, but the only downside to it is the only free thing you can do is convert PDFs to text files. .txt. Okay. Um, which, if you know, I mean, it is going to strip out the formatting. So depending on your needs, this might not be suitable. Sure, but if you sure. just need to get the content, um, this does a pretty good job. Okay, so we're on the, the main page here of ocrconvert.com, and there's a button we need to find called Choose Files. So hopefully, address feature content info region languages plant. Oh no. No file chosen. There we Choose go. Choose files button. Okay, so I use uh, Jaws's uh, shortcut command. Is that how you say it? Jaws's. The Jaws shortcut <laughs> command B to find the button. I think would that be the same in NVDA as well? It is. Yes. Okay. So B found the button. There's only one button on this page, uh, which is the Choose Files button. So uh, now Enter. we're here. Open dialog. And file uh, name colon. We're going to go ahead and do a shift tab and get to our list of items. Now, we're currently focused on the desktop, which is uh, where we want to be because we're going to open up that Windows 10 with a screen reader PDF again. Items view multi not selected Q or MD okay, with So here we Explorer. are in our list of items on the desktop, and I'll hit W to get to the Windows 10 with a screen reader PDF. Windows 10 with a screen reader. And let's go ahead and hit enter, and it should upload that uh, PDF. And again, this is an, in an inaccessible PDF. Um, so we do need to do OCR before we'll be able to read it with our screen reader. Enter. Free OCR-convert PDF to text, okay. image to text, okay. searchable PDF, language, output, output, combo yeah, box, sure text language, Windows 10 with well, a screen reader a PDF. Oh, no, it Choose did. files button. Okay, good. So we heard it did, in fact, upload it. Visually, it didn't show us anything, so that was kind of weird. Language, um, language, But combo now we're going to tab across. We have a language drop-down list, which is automatically set to English, but we can change that if we want to, if the PDF uh, is in a different language or the image or whatever we're, we're uploading there. Output, output, combo. And here we have a drop-down uh, box, a combo box, to, to change the output. Now, like I said, TXT is the only output we get for free, and so if we want something else, then we have to pay for it, unfortunately. So we'll leave that at TXT. Convert button. And here's our convert Enter. button. Free OCR-convert PDF to text, okay. image to text, now, searchable PDF. Let me just go ahead and hit control. Now, what's happened there is uploaded the file, and it's taken us to a new page here. And uh, the only thing is we do have to wait a little bit of time before the conversion is complete. Sure. And it doesn't actually tell us when it's complete, which is a bit of a pain. Now, using JAWS, um, I found that what we could do is open up the links list and just search for download. When, when the document is ready to be downloaded, that button will appear, but it won't be there before. And so if we look in the links list and we don't find download, that means it hasn't finished you know, converting it sure. yet. If we do find uh, download, then that means that it has finished uh, converting it. F7, um, so turn on current browsing. Okay. Free OCR dash um, So let me PDF go ahead and do my shortcut here, which is going to be an insert F7 Less to open up F7. the... Turn on current to get it to work here. Free OCR dash com. Yeah, so we've got to insert. Sorry, this keyboard is a little bit strange. Less type so F7. Get, okay. Turn on current browse. <laughs> Free OCR dash convert. I have no idea. Got it. Idea. More info link. Let's try this one more time. Fingers crossed. Insert F7. Less type F7. Oh, Turn on current browsing. I am, yeah. I'm not quite sure. Are we still in NVDA? Yeah. No, no, you're in. Just, yeah. Okay. Got it. Another More way that we can do this, of course, list. which I'm going to use, because for some reason I can't open my links list here, is I'm just going to tab to it until I find the download button. And it's not too many tabs to get there. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and do that here. FA format list so listening with to two register link. Advertise set. Column four, row two, dash. Column four, row two, download link. Okay, now I actually said a bunch of things there. So mm -hmm. it's like column four, uh, whatever, whatever. Uh, but there was the download link. And, and, and so what it's in a table, so you could also do your T command to Aha, jump to that table down arrow to download to. Okay, so now we're on there. Let's go ahead and hit enter, and it should go ahead and do the download enter. for us. Alert, alert. Download complete colon Windows 10 with a screen reader left paren to right paren dot. Okay, and there we go. So now it's finished the download. Shift it's very F6. quick. I did a Shift F6 to get into the download section, and if I hit enter, then it should go ahead and open up the enter. results of that. Windows 10 with a screen reader left. And there we go. So uh, on the screen now in Notepad is the uh, converted file. And if I use my arrow keys to read here. Blank. One. Introduction. Blank. Windows 10 is an operating system that power computer. You sh and so on and so forth. 
Um, so from here, we do have editing capabilities because we are in Notepad and we can save it as well. And um, it's done a really good job of, of uh, capturing all the text there. So okay. I don't think that's too complicated a process. No. Um, it's, it you know, does the job. Like I say, it does uh, strip out all the formatting, so it might not be an ideal solution. But for a free solution that you can use uh, anytime, I think it's pretty good. And you know, there are a lot of these websites out there, so if anybody has any suggestions for other websites, um, then please feel free to put those in the chat as well. Yeah. Um, there may be some, some better ones out there, but this is just one that I found that works pretty good. Okay, let's wrap this up quickly by looking at the Mail app. <laughs> this is going to be a very quick look at the Windows 10 Mail app. Um, so we were looking for an email client that was free and uh, that worked well with screen readers. And now we do have Thunderbird, which some people like. Uh, but if you're an Outlook user, the Mail app might be the way to go because it is uh, very similar to Outlook in the way that mm -hmm. it operates. However, that being said, we have had numerous issues with the Mail app crashing. And uh, I have seen this on a few different computers, so it might not necessarily be the most stable. Yeah, I would of love apps. people's feedback if they've if they've been successful with yeah. mail because I've when it works, it's great. Yeah. Uh, but it's it, I seem to have more issues than not. Yeah, and uh, I think that's a fair point. And it might be fine on your computer. It's hard to say. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, we do ha possibly have it working at the moment. So let's go ahead and see if we can dash convert PDF document inbox dash Gmail. All right, and here we are in uh, in our mail app now. Um, it should be basically the same as Outlook. So you can use those same controls. Um, so in our inbox, we can use our up and down arrows to navigate our emails. Shelly dash receipt, Shelly receipt, colon, vision forward, reminder, colon. And so on and so forth. To uh, open an email, we can hit our enter key. Reading pane, reading pane, plus one, webinar. And the, we're in the reading pane. So from here, we can use our arrow keys to start to navigate the text in Hi, the email. Mac blank. This is a reminder that quote tech oh, talk live quote be will begin soon. in one hour on colon. We better get ready. Yeah, <laughs> uh, escape will take us out of the email back to the inbox. Escape. Message list. There we go, back to our message list. So all of this stuff is going to be very familiar to, to Outlook users. We still have those same keyboard shortcuts, of course, for doing things like replying, Control-R, forwarding, uh, Control-F, reply all, Control-Shift-R, uh, create a new email, Control-N, and so on and so forth. Um, so all of that stuff is, is present and correct. When it's working, the Mail app is pretty good and pretty easy to use. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's you know uh, got potential as a good email client, but that depends on it working. Um, so yeah. yeah, and it does use um, unlike Outlook, where it's Outlook has the the, the ribbon bar up top. Uh, Mail is is more of a I don't know if they want they used to call them modern apps. I don't know. I think now they're just Windows 10 apps. There's not really a menu up top. It's no, all it's no. all tab. Everything is tab. Yes, tab, 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 yes, tab, yeah. The whole interface. You'll yeah. find a settings button, you'll That's find a right. calendar button, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you can open up, I think like Outlook, uh, you can open up a calendar with Control 2 mm -hmm. and then uh, people with like Control 3 and stuff like that. So it's got some of that functionality mm -hmm. as well. And yeah, because it's just really tab and shift tab to get around the different menus, you know, it's pretty straightforward conceptually, although maybe a little slower. Yeah. Uh, but um, yes, I think um, definitely if you want a fairly simple to use email client, try mail, see if it works. If it hooks up to your email account and everything's good, then you're good to go. Yeah. Um, if it keeps on crashing, you might want to look at Thunderbird or something like that. Yeah, I, f I think Mail is a definite better uh, uh, beginner option than Thunderbird. Thunderbird is a super powerful yes. option, although it's free. There's a much bigger learning curve. Indeed. And that Deedy -deedy. is the end of that, as they say. Let's pop back in the chat. I'd be curious to see if people have put in any of their... You know, obviously, these are not. Uh, this is not a full, comprehensive list of all of the accessibility. There's a lot on our list that we didn't even cover today. Uh, Find Reader by ABBY or whatever it is. Yes. Uh, Docu Scan from the the group at it was Serotech, but I think they've changed their name now. Uh -huh. um, and you would put a bunch of stuff in the resource list, like in a Twitter client. Yeah, TW uh, Blue, Chicken yeah. Nugget, yeah. QRead from the same company that makes Chicken Nugget, the Twitter. It's a great ebook and PDF reader. Mm -hmm. uh, we talk, you know, the Zoom and Teams are great for, for audio, video, chatting, Team Viewer if you need people to help troubleshoot and remote onto your computer. 
Um, so, you know, it really comes down to uh, typically you can usually find a low cost or free option for whatever you're trying to do. It yeah. just takes a little bit of investigation and trial and error to find a, an option for you. Yeah, especially when you're looking for one that's accessible as well. Yeah. Well, let's just quickly do the closing code so people who need to, uh, to get out of here are able to do so. Uh, so our closing code today is going to be, do you remember, Corey? Today's closing code, everybody, mm -hmm. is price. It is. Oh, price. Good job, price. P-R-I-C-E. Let me put that into Yeah. So again, head over to vision-forward.org slash tech talk live if you're looking for ACVREP credits. And you can pop in and put in that uh, closing code today, which is price. Uh, some things in the chat here. So let's have a look what we got. Um, David asks, how did you get into the OCR scanner in JAWS? Uh, if you're talking about the OCR for using with your own scanner, flatbed scanner or printer, or, I'm sorry, or a document camera, it is the JAWS layer command, the insert space. You'll hear the little pop noise. O for OCR, A for the camera selection. You'll, you'll be able to up and down arrow through the different uh, hardware devices you have. When you find the one you want, hit enter and that'll automatically trigger the picture or scan. All right. Um, Abigail says, what is the email item you just displayed called? That one is just the mail, uh, the mail app. So Windows 10 mail. If you hit your Windows key and type in mail, um, that will go ahead and, and yep. open that one up for you. Yeah. Um, Abigail also says that uh, although our image is frozen, the background is changing. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know why that's happening. <laughs> it's kind of uh, kind of interesting, but uh, yeah. And that's all we got. Uh, Tammy says great info. Uh, so thank you very much. So uh, yeah, sorry about all the technical issues we had today. Hopefully next ah. week things will be working a little bit better again. So in two weeks we are we're going to be focusing on the same sort of topic, yeah. low free and low cost accessibility. And, and and when we say accessibility options, it's really not just accessibility. No, it's no. things that are helpful for people with vision loss. Yes. But in two weeks we'll be focusing on mobile devices. So we'll be looking at both Android and uh, iOS low cost and free options and apps that we find to be helpful. Again, that one we would love collaboration. In the meantime, before our next Tech Talk, yes. please send us any of your own I, uh, iPhone, iOS, or Android apps that you think are must-haves. Go ahead and send those to infocus at vision-forward.org. That's I-N-F-O-C-U-S at vision-forward.org. We'd love to hear what yours are and we can make sure we get those added to our resources or demonstrate them if it's something uh, that we weren't planning on, but we you know, think it's, it's a great option. So yeah. take your time and please send those off to us. Yes, and uh, you can see a recording of this show and all of our other uh, InFocus uh, Tech Talk live shows at our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash InFocus Technology. Uh, this, this episode should be available by tomorrow and there's a bunch of other episodes and those are all eligible for ACVREP credit. So feel free to go ahead and visit the YouTube channel to check those out. And if you haven't already, give us a like and uh, hit the notifications bell on whatever videos that you happened to watch. And with that, Corey, I think we're out. I bid you adieu. Good. Take it easy, guys. See you next time. See you next. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Talk Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, join us again in two weeks. To register, visit vision-forward.org slash tech talk live.